This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, you know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. That's a lot of Bs. Yeah. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. That's important. You want an affordable price. Yeah, I do want one. Yeah, if it's too much, well, that's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> State Farm's on it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. I'm lowering my voice. Mm, Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Dave. Welcome to Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Hey, thanks, Matt. How are you doing? Uh, Dave, it's, uh, sorry for that unprofessional introduction, um, but Matt, Matt's high as a kite. Dave, uh, tell us where you're coming from right now. Where are you in the world? I'm in, uh, I'm in your motherland, Conan. Oh. Uh, I'm in Galway. Oh, you're in, in Galway. Ireland. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Oh, well, well. I don't think you've been there, have you? I don't know if I've been to Galway. No. Um, I've been to, what have I done? I went... Years ago, I went to uh, Ring of Kerry, you know, and then I drove across uh, Ireland and ended up in Dublin. I've been to Belfast uh, to do a thing with the Game of Thrones people. And I think uh, I remember, did you do something in Limerick where you basically went around and did a load of like paddy whackery? Oh, I don't do. No, everywhere you I, yeah. like, I Listen, mean, my, when I do, when I do, I don't know what you mean by paddywhackery, <laughs> but when I do paddywhackery <laughs> and where, it's my business. But no, I did not do any paddywhackery. Why are the Irish? The Irish are so so paranoid that someone's there to make fun of them. Ah, you're here to make fun of Paddy, are you? No. I was there to do my distinctive brand of comedy, and it had nothing to do with whacking Patty, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you haven't broken out the accent yet. No, no, no. You know, I, you've shown great restraint. I have shown incredible restraint, and I think I should be applauded for it. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave, uh, so you're you're living in Galway in Ireland, and what do you do? Um, I basically, well, I'm a musician. Like, I've been a musician my whole life, and kind of up until just before COVID, like, I was playing with my band. That's what I was doing for a living. What's your band's and, name? Uh, uh, my band's name was La Galaxy. I've kind of started a new thing uh, called Fake Name, but my previous band was La Galaxy, and we kind of like we did pretty well in Ireland. You know, um, 
like not everyone's mammies would have heard of us, but you know, we made a living from it and you know, we kind of did festivals and stuff like that. We that's terrific. No, if you can make a living like with your music, that is quite an achievement. That's it, man. That's the dream. Like, you know, that's that's the dream, really. You know, when you come down to it, we I've gotten to do it. And I mean, that follows me now in terms of even like I, I kind of chose the worst possible time to to, you know, as it, you know, in retrospect, just before the pandemic to kind of quit that band and start a new project. And I see you quit the well old band. You quit the old band and said, it's time to go out on my own. See us suckers. Or and something. then COVID, <laughs> COVID hit. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. But um, I, I moved to Galway around then as well. So it was a really big change and just like suddenly coming down. And, and I was coming down to be with my my now wife, my, oh. my partner. We had been, we'd been kind of long distance for at that stage, probably about 10 years. What's her name? I was up and down. Uh, Claire. Claire's oh, Claire. Name. OK, so Claire, yeah. you you have and you and Claire moved in together. Yeah, well, I'd been kind of spending half my time down here and then I'd be off doing the stuff with the band and uh, I might stay with family in Dublin and then I'd come down to Galway whenever I wasn't there. So I think I did. I worked it at one stage. I did almost the distance to the moon in in local buses over 10 years. Oh, yeah. Going up and down from one side of the country to the other. You should have gone to the moon. Yeah, that's how they trained the original astronauts. They had them get on buses. Back and forth to Galway, and uh, <laughs> once they had done this, the distance, they knew that they were ready to go, and off but they You know went. the way people say, oh, darling, I love you to the moon and back. Well, it's like, unfortunately, I almost got, just almost just before got to the moon the first time, so maybe not quite as much. All right, so so I understand this correctly. Uh, COVID hits, uh, you, you decide to move in with Claire, and now you're married, is that right? That's correct, yeah. We, we were very sneaky. We got married during one of the lockdowns, so... The wedding party was literally me, Claire, our son, and my best friend, and and his partner, my best friend, who was the witness. So there was five of us <laughs> in the entire wedding, which was brilliant. Mm. You know, we really just got to dodge all the kind of wedding craziness that a lot That's of people That's nice. Have to go I'm through. glad. And yeah. so, how's it going? You're you're living uh, with Claire, and that's a big adjustment when you're. I know it was for me and my wife when you're living with your partner for the first time. How's that? How's that proceeding? Yeah, I mean, like we had been kind of, like I say, kind of I'd been here like a a lot and I'd been here kind of, say, for half the week at a time, but it's still quite different from basically a lifer. So there was kind of adjustment, uh, definitely an adjustment period and certainly like, you know, me moving down all my bits and pieces here behind me and doing all that. It's kind of starting to take over in the house and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's an adjustment period, but it's just like just everyone goes through it, I guess, you know. Uh, Sure, I think so. As long as Claire is tolerant. She doesn't mind all of your musical instruments crowding the house. She's cool I'm with it. I'm very lucky. Well, sometimes I'll come home with like a particularly large thing and uh, but she'll be fine about it. But it's just like I know it's just like, no, I'll I'll get this out as soon as I can. Don't That's worry. a but it's, beautiful yeah, she's, she's synth behind you. That. Thank you very much. That's um. I, I will admit that that's a reproduction of a Moog. A Moog. It, it's yeah. not an original Moog, but it's, I could um, tell. That's why I didn't comment on it. I could tell yeah. that that was a yeah. repro. Yeah. Moog. Yeah. But, uh, but so it's, yeah, but uh, but Gorley fell for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny because I've heard you mention Moog before, but you called it Moog. Moog. No, no, no. There's two ways to do it. First oh, of all, okay. Yeah, the Dutch call it Moog. Uh, we won't get into that now. Um, Dave, if I can call you Dave, uh, what's your last Absolutely, name? Please do. Uh, McLaughlin. Oh, McLaughlin. Okay, Dave McLaughlin. That's a good yeah, yeah. name. Oh, what are you drinking there, Dave? Um, it's a it's a local IPA. Mm, oh, yeah. very nice. It's very quite nice. delicious. I think that's okay. Although most of it's gone at this stage, unfortunately. Well, that's all right. You're at a different time zone where we are. Uh, it was that's correct. It's one fifteen in the afternoon, and so I thought you were hitting it kind of hard early. But no, you're not. This is appropriate. Don't, don't pretend you haven't drank 
by this stage in a day ever, Conan. Uh, you you have got me dead to rights. Sir. <laughs> you are. Are you, you drinking right now? You are the you? Perry Mason of Galway, <laughs> and I applaud you for it. Um, I saw the whiskey bottle go under the table when you put me on. <laughs> I actually have a camelback that bicyclists use. And I've got, a, I've got a little straw that comes up underneath my shirt. And I take a little slurp every now and then to keep me going. I thought you being like a multimillionaire, you know, media corporation head, you'd have like some sort of doctor that would administer it intravenously up your trouser leg. You know what? I've looked into it. I've looked into it. I have not found... Every doctor I've found so far has ethics, and that gets in the way. <laughs> um, Dave from Galway, uh, how did you did you get to know us through the podcast? Have you been, are you a podcast listener? Are you listening to our nonsense regularly? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've listened to the podcast, um, and probably I probably have come, like been listening to most during the podcast. I'd say because you know, um, I, like if I think back in the day, we didn't really have SNL in Ireland up until yep. like the early nineties. So mm -hmm. kind of would have missed your tenure there. The first thing I can remember seeing of yours was probably the early 90s. Yeah. And certainly by the time you'd been in The Simpsons, I knew who you were, which I think was around 90. Uh, yeah, like around, 90, yeah, early 90s. 93, yeah. maybe. Yeah, 91, um, 92, then, 93. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can remember getting clips, you know, pre YouTube, obviously. I remember getting clips from people sent around via email or, you know, you'd, they'd have burnt you a, a CD of something and like there'd be like Conan O'Brien clips in it and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that was or, back in the day, yeah. uh, people had to mail each other clips uh because we, well, there was no internet so you had to actually put the clip in an envelope and post it so it was a very different yeah. time and actually now that i think of it one of the first things i saw which i don't know if you can claim this material i remember you had this guy on he was a guest on one of the late night shows but well, he wasn't a guest it was a bit and it was basically like a floating head and i think it was supposed to be like a ghost in the studio yes but essentially he did this kind of little catchy little kind of 1940s style number yes, about yes. Uh, how I every Irish person's hooked on dope. Yes. But I guess it, I guess it helps those lazy bastards cope. Yes. Something like that. No, what it was, yeah. and you're going to accuse me of paddywhackery, but what, in our defense, <laughs> we uh, a ghost would come who used to work in the studio back in the 1940s because Rockefeller Center was That's an old right. studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole trick was I'd think, well, this is enchanting. We have this wonderful ghost from this past time. And then it turns out he's incredibly racist about Italians, <laughs> Chinese people, uh, the Irish. And um, he's- Where, where he's, did you get that idea from, He's Conan? very sexist about women. <laughs> and we always said, and uh, at some point I'd say, you're an awful person. I'm surprised that people tolerated you. And he was like, oh no, they didn't, Conan. I was murdered <laughs> by an angry mob. So it was actually a very funny, very funny bit and uh, not true. It mocked the concept of of paddywhackery, but was not in and, in and of itself. That's true. I, I, like, I, yeah, and look, absolutely, there is a distinction there. But also, there's there's nothing that endears you to an Irishman like a good Irishman joke as well. Mm. Oh, there it you would go. have been one of genuinely would have been one of the first things where I was like, this is amazing. Like, you know, because it's like it's so good. Well, that's great. And uh, I'm just curious does uh, does Claire listen to the podcast as well, or is it just you? Um, she she does not like you, Conan. <laughs> oh, no, she just no, doesn't no. like Conan. What what is she? She's uh, well, not a Conan what, fan. You know what? She really likes. She likes. She she doesn't. She can't stand. Well, she kind of can't stand Conan. Like if I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. Like if I was doing something in the house and she goes out for an hour and she'll come back and I'm listening to the podcast on the speakers. Yeah. 
And she would just like, you know, she is like our house's version of Sona, where she would just like eyes rolling. God, this is so funny. So it's like, I'll put in the headphones. <laughs> but she does, of course, the 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 charisma vortex that is Jordan Slansky. Like she will sit down and watch entire bits with him. Wait, just like I'm sorry, excuse me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, and, and part, it's a word that's become popular here in America. What the fuck, Dave? She doesn't like Conan O'Brien, but she likes Jordan Schlansky. I don't know if she likes Jordan Schlansky. Certainly she's fascinated by Jordan Schlansky, which, you know, there's there is a positive side to that, I guess. But uh, yeah, she she just she just she just doesn't get a Conan. What can I say? I don't know. This is upsetting to me, uh, Dave, because I I don't understand a world. I don't understand a world where you could have chosen a partner in life who doesn't <laughs> like my comedy. Look at I the think... two partners you have here today. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just blocking them out. This Aww. is this is a this is uh this is very upsetting, Dave. That to me should have been a deal breaker. When you were courting this woman, uh it, that should have been a deal breaker. Because it, well, in my you're defense, a fan, Conan... you've been a fan for years, and then I have this podcast, you like the podcast, and then she says, I don't like him. I don't think he's funny. That's when the relationship ends. Yeah, but in my defense, I didn't realize that till far too late. We actually had moved in together and talking about those kind of, you know, those kind of growing pains in your relationship when you move in together. That was, you know, if you want, for the sake of the podcast, I'll pretend that, that was a big bone of contention in a relationship. We almost <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, no, I don't want you to pretend anything. If anything, I wish you had <laughs> pretended that Claire was, was enamored with me. You could have managed that. <laughs> You idiot. I apparently could not. But no, you could not. Um, he can't even listen to the podcast in his house. So you're so. <laughs> I can't. Listen. So one of the rules that your wife has in this relationship is that she doesn't want to hear my voice because she finds me annoying. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I know. I want you to explain it more. I can. Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. (laughs) I was telling people no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified, unified business, business management, management suite. suite. You yes. said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis, netsuite.com slash Conan. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, right, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not, that's more people than are on earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. (laughs) That's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business 
with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Mm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Is it the tone of his voice or the content of his voice or both? Oh, I, I think I it's think, everything. I, really. I'm starting to feel bad about this, but I mean, if, to, if I'm just going to answer the question, I think it's more just that idea of he thinks he's so funny. Mm. And oh. I mean, to me, I think she completely misses the point mm. where it's like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're like a machine gun of, of, of ideas and wit. And it's just like, it's for some people and it's not for some people that'll seem like trying too hard, but for you, it's like, you know, I know you're the kind of guy that if you kind of crash landed into a jungle, by yourself you'd you know you'd be painting faces on rocks and doing cartwheels for them you know sooner than you'd be looking for water and that's <laughs> i think that's amazing that is absolutely like, that's genuinely that is, so that is no no that is an exact <laughs> that's an exact description of what i would do in any survival situation um well, i genuinely conan if i may be genuine for a moment i genuinely do love that about you but i think she kind of sees that as maybe a little bit desperate which i don't of course but you know Right. So, Claire. Have you met Sona? Have you met Sona? <laughs> Claire thinks that there's an. Would you say that Claire thinks there's a neediness to Conan O'Brien? 100%. There, yeah, 100%. That's and yeah. Uh, she finds that, I'm going to say, repellent. Sounds like we should get her yeah, on the pod. You could also say, yeah. Re repellent, repulsive. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm curious probably. one thing. Does she know that you're talking to me right now? <laughs> uh, she does, but I've, I've, I've made sure to lock two sets of doors in between yeah. us. And because her. God forbid yeah. she heard <laughs> even a second of my voice. <laughs> uh, wow. So she knows. Was she okay with you talking to me? 100%. Actually, you know what? Uh, genuinely, she was like, I, I put in the mail to talk to you guys ages ago. Mm -hmm. and it was so long ago, I'd kind of forgotten about it. So I was kind of surprised when I got the, the message back. We, was we're, not very, like, we're not very organized here. Uh, I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just put not. that out there. Uh, yeah. But so you were surprised that I was going to call. And did she say, oh, not that horrible man? <laughs> no. She, like, like I say, I was surprised uh, when I got the email. But I was almost like, oh, I don't know. It's like, should I do it? It's like, you know, kind of getting a bit nervous about the idea of doing it now that it was reality. And she was like, no, you should absolutely do it. So I wouldn't be sitting here today oh. talking to you. Oh. Uh, w without her yes what she said was better you than me <laughs> uh, uh wow okay well this is gonna stick with me for a while because i'm very thin-skinned and uh if 99 people like me and one doesn't i will follow that one person until their dying breath and try and convince them so this is a problem now you have you have created a real problem i have got to convince claire yeah I've that I I love this. I've got to convince her that I'm not needy. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I will go to the ends of the earth to convince oh her my God. that I don't need her approval. <laughs> I will die convincing Claire that I am not a needy, desperate comic. He's going to love now that I've thrown her under the bus like this. You know, we've been talking about this for what? 
for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I don't want to know. I mean, I can't get beyond it. You could probably, no. you could list a million other facts right now. Like, well, you've just been made president of Ireland. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire, now, has she seen this sketch? Oh, <laughs> Did God. she see that remote? <laughs> oh. I'm worried for Claire. You're going to show up on her doorstep and this is scary. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's not. I, I, I'm, I'm pleased. As we all know I'm not a physical threat. I'm a very right. weak man. Uh, but I will. Uh, this is going to haunt me for a little bit. I will wake up. I'm going to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and think, why? Why doesn't Claire like me? That's mm -hmm. what's going to happen. I'm telling you that right now, <laughs> Dave. So I kind of saw kind of saw you as more of so like, you know, I'll show them, you know, that kind of like fighting Irish. Oh. Like, you know what I mean, yeah, but you see what I do next. Yes. Well, there's that component of it, but there also I need I need to win Claire over. Yeah, but it's on a fundamental level. Like you just need to change yourself as a as a person and then go meet Claire because you can't stop that neediness that you have. And that's the part of you she doesn't like. <laughs> Do you think it's possible? I noticed Matt is staying out of this. Yeah. Oh, no, he's he's covered himself with a pillow. I'm so scared. Sona, do you think it's possible that there are more women like Claire out there than I could? Uh, th is Claire the only one? Or do you think there are other women out there that think, yeah, Conan, there's a little bit of a desperation there? As your employee, I'm going to say. Be honest. Then, yeah, of course. There's a lot, not just women, but men, too. We can, yeah, there's children. a lot of people out there who are probably like, oh, Conan. Yeah. Jesus, this is this is a this is a this is like an intervention for but, me right but, now. But you know why can't you focus on the fact that Dave is a big fan of right. yours and he likes you? Why do you have to focus on Claire? Why? Because wh that's the way it works. Okay. <laughs> I know that I've got Dave. I've got Dave, yep. and now I'm obsessed with. What don't I? Who ha, who isn't in the tent, and why aren't they in the tent? I know Claire's but, outside the tent and won't come in. I've got to get Claire into the tent. But there's a party in the tent. Just chill in the tent. Yeah, why do you have to go cool, out man. there? The tent's fun. Gorley and I are in the tent. We got pillows. God, you guys are in the tent too. No, you're not in this tent. <laughs> but why? We want to be in the tent because you're the, the one that told me there are plenty of people out there that don't like me. So <laughs> I kicked you out of the tent three minutes I, ago. You made me answer. All. You want me to say every person in the world likes you? Come on. You know that. <laughs> you I just know? assumed they did. You'd also Aww, have to change. You'd also have to change the name of this podcast, wouldn't you? All right. I know. <laughs> to you're, start. You're, it's, the needs is in the title of your podcast. All right, it's your we'll trademark. Listen. All right. Let's. Let's. I thought you guys were known as the Chill Chums. Like, what the hell has been on here? Uh, I know. Yeah. We're well. First of all, Dave, you're right. you're right. We introduced you to the equation. We were the Chill Chums. <laughs> I'm perfectly you chill over here. Then you're clutching a pillow. <laughs> you're and you're pillow. and you've moved into the farthest corner. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a nervous breakdown. Dave, uh, what would be the best way for Conan to win over Claire? Like, does she have a, a vulnerable avenue or something she would appreciate that Conan could? I think he'd have to be exploit. the equivalent of that, you know, like, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely not this guy, but for Conan to turn this thing around, I think he'd have to turn into, you know, those kind of like the high school movie guy where it's like, he doesn't give a damn and just like, doesn't even look <gasps> the at bad boy. Just yeah. Like, oh, be a bit of a bad boy. I'd say I got it. I think. I think you're right. Oh, yeah? The problem is that's fundamentally not who I am. But you're saying if I if I showed up and I was a cool guy, yeah. Yeah. cool and somewhat remote and maybe had a different face. <laughs> right. Wait, Claire, would, Claire would maybe accept me. I'm curious about who Claire likes. Like what kind of who who's the who's someone she likes? What's she into? 
What's she into? I mean, she, like she's into like uh, kind of grunge music uh, and stuff like that, and no, kind of uh, okay. you know, okay. kind of heavy metal and stuff like that. Oh, she that. likes heavy oh, metal. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry, I have a helicopter going by. I've just realized I left my window open. You guys, that's are okay. That's all right. Don't right. worry about it. I love that you called it a well. helicopter. Yeah, that that's cool. right up there with Patty. Wacker. What should I call it? <laughs> what helicopter? You call it? We don't call it helicopter. 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 Yeah. helicopter. Like, when did people? When did pe- people stop saying aeroplane and start saying airplane? I, guess... I think when they changed the spelling. Yeah. I didn't know they ever called it an aeroplane. <laughs> Aerosmith? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, Dave, you took us down a very unproductive path there. And that's gonna, you're going to pay the <laughs> price for could, that. You could be a grunge guy. Yeah. Can, be I get, a heavy can we get metal a taste guy. of this? Like, you knock on the door. I'm Claire. Open the, open yeah. the door. All right. <sighs> Who is it? Well, can you try an Irish accent? Fucking hell, who is it? It's someone with party walkery. There's a helicopter outside. Let's go. Hurry up. That's a, that's oh. amazing, Matt. You've captured her timbre perfectly. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Hey, is Dave here? <laughs> Who's Dave and who are you? I'm just fucking here to see Dave. Oh, you know? my God. We're going to just, uh, I don't know. We're going to go play some grunge or something. I don't know. Saints be praised. You have a name. Hey, look, where's Dave? Is he here or not? I don't have time to talk to you. Dave may be here, but he's gone from my life at this point because you're all I care about. All right, just step aside, would you, lady? Uh, Dave! Oh, Dave! Dave, I'm not even going to make eye contact with you. Dave! Where's Dave? Someone's... I got to go. We got to go to that grunge club called... Oh, my God. Why'd your voice change? Called Grungies. We got to go to Grungies. You go to Grungies? I love Grungies. We're going to go have a pint at Grungies. I was just pouring Dave. a bowl of Grungies. Lady, I'm not here to see you, okay? Oh, okay. I don't form attachments. I just have p- incredible sex with women and then move on quickly. It's like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I got to go fight Carl Weathers. <laughs> Dave, where are you? Where the fuck is Dave? Dave! Forget about Dave. I'm here. Look, I'm not interested in you. I'm a guy who hits it and quits it. What if I change my name to Adrian? Yo, Adrian, oh, I'm not here to talk God, to you. Saints be praised. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just a guy that's really good at sex and doesn't make eye contact with women. What the fuck? I want to talk to Dave. Dave, where are you? Hey, Dave, good to see you, man. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. Sorry, who are you? <laughs> it's me. It's Conan O'Brien. You can, we're going to go out to that grunge club. Wait, I, you're I, Conan I, O'Brien? <laughs> fuck yeah. off. No, thank you. Police. The name, the name sounds familiar, but uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, you don't think this is the real me? Oh, you didn't think I'd be this buff in person? Yeah, I work out. I worked out on the aerial plane on the way over here. <laughs> Listen, I think I think she's gonna like yeah. the new me. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I'm convinced that she's gonna fall for me. Um, and then I get to say I'm not that into you. Mm. That's what I really want to do. Yeah. So. Wow, Dave. I think you've got your wish, though. You probably ended our marriage, so. No, I didn't want to end your marriage. I think you should have a trial separation. (laughs) Until she, she, and her assets should be seized until she tells me that I'm funny. (laughs) Like a Russian oligarch? Yes. I'm going to seize Claire's assets. Um, wow, Dave, this is, uh, you've, I've got my work cut out for me, but I'm excited. I'm going to win her over. I really am. I promise you. Thank you, I look Dave. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, you do seem like a lovely fellow, Dave, and I promise you, 
if and when I do make it to Ireland, there'll be no paddywhackery from this fella. Okay. <laughs> there'll be none of that. You understand? Absolutely. Come and visit me. Well, c visit the both of you, you and your, your wife. She probably won't pay much attention to you. <laughs> oh, you. We'll see about that. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll see about that. I hear a challenge thrown down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm warming up. We're firing up the heliocopter right now. <laughs> and the aeroplane. And the aeroplane. <laughs> you'll be hearing from me, pal. Oh, you'll be hearing from me. We're going to settle this thing, all right? In Galway. Yeah. We're going to sell it Conan style. Yeah. Yeah. I got to keep working on this voice. Yeah. Anyway, Dave, it was good talking to you. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks a lot, Conan. And thanks to all your staff and stuff as well. They've all been great. Well, uh, no, it's serious. Uh, seriously, a joy talking to you. You're a very funny fellow. And uh, I do hope we cross paths one day. Seriously. And thanks for listening to my bullshit. I'm, I'm happy anyone does. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Conan. All right. Take care. Thanks, Dave. Good luck. See you. Bye. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.